Hey y'all, got another quick update that developed late yesterday. Finally, real progress for Starbucks Workers United. As reported by Huffington Post, Starbucks and the union representing workers at hundreds of its stores said Tuesday they had agreed upon a path forward to negotiate collective bargaining agreements and develop a fair process for workers to organize. Both the union and the coffee chain described the accord as a major breakthrough after two years of nonstop organizing and legal battles. Roughly 400 of Starbucks' 9,000 corporate-owned U.S. stores have joined the union since late 2021 in one of the most high-profile labor campaigns in years. Here's Workers United's full statement. Workers United and Starbucks share a commitment to developing a productive relationship in the best interests of Starbucks partners. During mediation discussions last week over ongoing brand and IP litigation, a constructive path forward emerged on the broader issues of the future of organizing and collective bargaining at Starbucks. To build on that path, Workers United and Starbucks have agreed to begin discussions on a foundational framework to achieve collective bargaining agreements for represented stores and partners, the resolution of litigation between the union and the company, including brand litigation, and a fair process for workers to organize. As a sign of good faith, Starbucks has agreed to provide workers represented by Workers United with credit card tipping and benefits announced by the company in May of 2022. While there is plenty of work ahead, Coming together to develop this framework is a significant step forward and a clear demonstration of a shared commitment to working collaboratively and with mutual respect. According to Harold Meyerson and the American Prospect, Starbucks has affirmatively agreed to bargaining with workers and their representatives to craft a master contract that applies to all unionized outlets, to be augmented if necessary by add-on contracts dealing with issues specific to particular outlets. The grounds on which company and union came together was a mediation process to settle a company suit and a union countersuit over some workers' use of the word Starbucks to identify themselves during an action they took in opposition to the ongoing Gaza war. Over just the past week, that mediation broadened to include settling the underlying disputes between the company and its workers. It was only on Tuesday, however, with the release of the joint statement that the baristas learned that a larger agreement had been reached. Our initial reaction was shock, says Michelle Eisen, a Starbucks barista who's been with the company since 2010 and works at the Buffalo outlet that was the first to go union back in 2021. And then tears, lots of tears, of disbelief and then relief. Meyerson continues, Beyond the immediate factors, what really was behind Starbucks' apocalyptic shift was a change in the zeitgeist. Unions are more popular today than they've been in 60 years, and young workers a description that covers the vast majority of the company's baristas, are overwhelmingly pro-union. Over the past two years, 90% of thousands of university student employees who participated in unionization elections have voted to go union, and I suspect we may see a similar rate at hundreds and perhaps thousands more Starbucks outlets now that the company has said it will work toward a master agreement for unionized shops. Will you look at how the movement began? with a few stores unionizing in Buffalo, which then spread like wildfire. It just took the first to actually do it, to have the courage against a corporate behemoth like Starbucks. Now that we have this opening, it could very well be another major spark. 400 out of 9,000 stores leaves plenty of room to keep organizing, and surely they will. Let's give the last word to a worker, with plenty to say about the reality of working for and challenging Starbucks. So back when I worked at Starbucks, when I was like 18-ish, I was like about to graduate high school, you know, life was, and just like the little cherry on top was working at Starbucks. 
If you've ever been a barista at Starbucks, you know what it's like. You probably do not have any staff. Your wages are not very high. You're probably doing the work of like three other people at the time of doing your own job. For my store specifically at the time, we were dealing with a rat infestation for like the second time that year. And we were like so understaffed. Like it's normal to be understaffed when you're working at Starbucks. But like, uh, for example, what caused my store to walk out is one day they had a shift supervisor who was nine months pregnant at the time. Me, who was a senior in high school at the time, who was already working a 10 hour shift. They wanted us to stay, just the two of us, from 2 p.m. till close, which is like 8.30ish. That would mean no breaks. We had two people who were supposed to run an entire Starbucks. I'm literally 18. But anyways, back to the crazy part of this. So we walked out and went on strike and then like filed to unionize because of this, because that's ridiculous. No one should have to do that. And like a plethora of other reasons. But the crazy part is um, a few months later, they fired me illegally. Store manager cornered me in the back room and I reported because I was scared for my job and she was like yelling at me. But then we filed an unfair labor practice charge. That unfair labor practice charge went to court, heard by like a judge of the National Labor Relations Board. Like Starbucks had a bunch of their managers testify and like I testified. And the judge decided to reinstate me with back pay and a promotion and serve Starbucks with a cease and desist to stop union busting in my store and for all the managers in the area to take a training on labor law. Yeah, it's kind of crazy what happens when you like violate the law.